This is Shauna Lopez, and you are entering the Seriously Shauna Experience, an Ultimate Christian Podcast Network production. Hey, hi, hey. Welcome to the program today. I am your host, Shauna Lopez. You have entered the Seriously Shauna Zone, y'all. What in the world is going on in your world? You know, I have uh, I have been looking into some things because, hey, I don't know if y'all noticed, but things are different this summer. Mm-hmm, I know. And I have been looking around like, how am I going to readjust? How am I going to keep our lives normal without any of the normal things that we normally do? So it's been... It's been quite an adjustment. And I've been looking around for things for my boys to do. Have y'all, y'all, my boys are at home. Now, I do have teenagers, so they're a little more self-reliant, if you know what I'm saying. Like, they can figure things out for themselves. But I got younger ones that are like, I got to have something to do. I remember back in the day, hey, don't ask me when. You Don't ask me when. But I remember back in the day, when it was summertime, first of all, both my parents worked, okay? And I, from as young as I can literally remember, I was at home by myself with my younger sister and a little while with my older sister. By myself all day. Back in the day, you could do that. And it was okay. You understand? Like, I, it was, I was as safe. And I didn't even live in a good neighborhood and I was safe. You hear me? But you can't do that now. And so, you know, you got to have someone there with your kids. And you got to have some way to entertain them. And what we used to do, we used to send them to summer camp. We can't do that now. We can't do that now. Now, some I've seen have been open. There are some that have said, y'all know what? We're going to make this happen. We got to make a living. And we'll make it work somehow. Right? And they're taking their precautions. They're doing what they got to do. But I had a friend who said, she was like, oh, no. My boys want to go. Mind you, her boy's a teenager. You hear me? And she said, "Mm mm-mm, I am not sending my, with all the dangers of everything that's going around, I would never take the chance and send my kid to summer camp this year. So she was like, this is the eighth year in a row they would have gone or some nonsense like that. And we're not going because it's out there. I'm like, girl, do you know what camp dorms look like? Like, uh, have you been inside one before? Because I promise you, COVID is the least of your concerns inside the dorm rooms at a camp. You hear me? There's a reason why they ask you to get an injection for meningitis before you go to camp. And you're talking about COVID. Girl, please. Girl, bye. Go to bed. You know what? I mean, listen, camps, I think, would be fun. But they're always outside. Why why do they always got to be outside? And I think they would also be fun if there wasn't as many kids. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I said it. You thought it. And why do they always have to be in the summertime? Why? Why? 
It's hot. There are bugs. I don't like the way I feel when I'm hot and surrounded by bugs. You hear me? It doesn't make me happy. It does not spark joy. Like, why can't we have winter camps where I can wear my cozy sweater and some Uggs and, and I can drink hot cocoa and be around other grown-ups that I really didn't have to talk to except for if I wanted to. And, and there were books, like lots of, I could read all books all the time. That I would go to that summer camp. That would be enjoyable for me. What say you? Y'all write me. Tell me what kind of summer camp y'all want to go to. Tell me what needs to happen there. Because y'all let me know. <laughs> y'all affirm for me that I really shouldn't be babysitting children last, last week. Y'all tell I know. And let me, let me tell you something. Some of y'all shouldn't be either. I, I'm being honest. So tell me what kind of camp y'all want to go to. Shauna at seriouslyshaunapodcast.com. Let me know. Let me know about it. Y'all know, I. so one time, this is the last time I, I have went to a summer camp, y'all. I'm getting ready to tell you a story. You better sit down and buckle up, okay? It's a true story. And I, so my son, my little son, he wanted to go to camp. Now, this would have been his first time away from home. It's like three or four nights. I can't remember. It seemed like 75 nights, but I think it was only three or four in reality. And he wanted to go to camp, but I, I didn't quite feel like I'm not a helicopter mom. Stop. But I didn't feel like he was quite ready to be able to manage himself away from me. Not totally. I didn't need to be hovering or in the same room. I'm saying I needed to be there his first time away just to make sure you're eating, right? You're getting what you need to get and you're having fun. And it wasn't like he needed me there. He didn't want me there. He didn't care either way. It was just for my own peace of mind. So I said, well, you know what, son? I will go. I will go with you. And they told me they being the powers that be at this camp. They said, if you go, he, he, he could go for half off. I said, yeah, in. In. Uh, I may have jumped the gun on that deal. So they said, wonderful. We would love to have you, Miss Shauna. We would love to have you. Ooh, that, that should have been a red flag. A, because I'm like, y'all know me well enough to not say to me, we would love to have you. I know something is behind this mess, okay? I'm no conspiracy theorist, but I could smell something stunk up in there. When they just, come on, we come on. And so they said, this is, where, this is what we need you to do. We are going to assign you to watch over the third and the fourth grade girls. You, you, you say what? I, I just want to go make sure my kid, no, th we need you to be with the third and the fourth grade. I said, how old are the third and fourth grade girls? Do you know who I am? 
Have you met me at all? Do I even remotely come across as someone who could be responsible for third and fourth grade girls? Nevertheless, I signed on to be a camp counselor for these third and fourth grade girls. And there were 19 of them. There were 19 of them. There was not just one of me. We had several other women who were in there helping out. Praise Jesus. We had several other women in there who knew what in the world they were doing. And they, so I had my friend because the deal was I was like, I'll go if she goes. And she was like, I'll go if she goes. Okay. We were like, and we got to be together. Why? Because we needed someone there to be able to look in the eye and say, this is hell. I feel like this is literally what it would be like. Praise Jesus, he has saved us. Because I feel like that's what camp was. And so they were like, sure, no problem. We'll put y'all, we'll put y'all together, be fine. Good. Ooh, a little security. Okay, things are looking up. But I get there and they're like, well, ideally, you will take this little pack of girls and you'll go one way, and she'll take this little pack of girls and go another way, but y'all be in the same dorm. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. I'm not managing that nonsense by myself. No. That's a little, tiny army of soldiers. I'm, I'm not going to manage it by myself. I need reinforcements. And my friend, who is also a mother of boys, said, no, -uh, I ain't doing that by myself either. So we thought in our infinite wisdom that we would just make sure that our groups always stay together. So we have all these little girls that we had to manage. Yes, we did not know what we were doing. We didn't know. And we get, so I get there and I go to the dorm that we're staying. They take it. They drop us off to the cabin. Let me tell you something. Remember when your mama used to uh, tell you, hey, I had to walk to school uphill both ways. And you were like, that's not even a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Because this dorm was up a steep hill, both everywhere you walked. It was uphill. Every, I would get my steps just going to breakfast in the morning. You hear me? I'm like, how is that even? But it, it is possible. And inside, now this was, this was a, a Christian camp. feel like it's necessary for me to preface that. Even though it was hell, it was a Christ, Christian camp, okay? It may have only been my personal experience. Now, I was grateful that it was a Christian camp for many reasons, but one in particular was I felt like I had a direct line to God to pray that my Petri dish mattress wouldn't kill me. Like, I looked on it, and you ever see, you ever watch the, like, uh, the Magic School Bus, and they show you all what the little bacteria looks like? And they're swimming around, and it's colorful. I felt like when I looked at my mattress that I could see that. It may have just been in my mind, but I feel like I could see it. Ugh. And let me tell you something. Within 24 hours of being at this camp, in a room, one room full of 19 little girls, 
That floor, I could not see the floor. It was covered with little girls' clothes and garbage. What? I didn't know. I didn't know little girls were messy like that. I didn't know. I thought they kept their stuff neat and orderly, like a person. But they don't. And I may get some parents mad at me, but listen, towards the end of it, I'm trying to clean it up, and there's stuff everywhere. And nobody would claim, I'm not claiming that's not mine. I threw away more little pairs of underwear that they left strewn all over the place. I thought, I, little girls, they're not any better than little boys. How are you not going to claim that? But the difference is a little boy would claim it. You could have some muddy, stepped on, got bugs crawling on it. A little boy go, yeah, that's mine. Ooh, thank you. I've been looking for that. Little girls are like, mm, that ain't mine. Mm-mm. That ain't mine, Mishana. That ain't mine. I don't know who that is, Mishana. Ugh. But I, I signed on to do this, and I, I would walk uphill both ways everywhere I went. And we did all the normal camp things, right? All the normal activities. And then come at nighttime. After, after chapel, after everything settled down for the evening, we got to go in. And I got 19 girls. First of all, first of all, the shower, the showers, it, we had three. Did you hear what I said? Three. Three showers, 19 girls plus grownups. And... The shower heads themselves, I know they were made in the 1930s, okay? They had a little stream. It was like a water, like they just hooked up a water hose, and it trickled out. And I feel like the shower curtains alone were enough for you to qualify for permanent disability if it touched you. It, I really felt like the shower curtain was lava. Like, don't touch me, shower curtain. I don't even like shower curtain touching me in my own house. I don't have one in my bathroom personally, but I feel like that even in my own house. Can you imagine in a dorm room where they don't never change it? Never. Ooh. So, I, I don't know how I, how I got this job, but I got a charge of making sure these little girls got in and out of the shower, that we did this all in a timely manner. Now, mind you, it's 1030 at night, and I got to get, I got to run 19 little girls through the shower and try to be done before the next day. You understand me? I got to try to be done before the next day. How am I going to do that? Well, first of all, I realize, A, that little girls have zero concept of time. They don't know. So I had to make sure I kept a clock, okay? And I would give them five minutes. But guess what? They don't understand that concept. Oh, they know how to tell time. Oh, yes, they're old enough to do that. But they don't have a concept of time. They don't understand what five minutes is. So then I had to narrow it down to three minutes because five minutes was way too much. And they're like, Miss Shana, I can't get clean in five minutes. I'm like, you're tiny. It does not take you that long. 
And, and first of all, this is not home clean. You don't need to be as clean as you get when you're at home. This is camp clean. You hear me? Just rinse the dirt off. That's it. That's all we need you to do. Because you're getting ready to get in this bed that has who knows what on it. And you're going to be outside all day again tomorrow. It don't matter. Just rinse off so I don't have to smell you. But I would get little girls, oh, Mishana, but I have to wash my hair. I need to be clean. I need to be, oof. Mishana, my showers are 45 minutes at home. Oh, your mama and daddy spoil you. I cannot imagine if my sons took 45-minute showers. What in the world are you doing in there that you need a 45 minutes? You don't. Not even at home, but I ain't your mama. So I'm in there. I'm in charge. You hear me? I'm banging on the door. Pop, pop, pop. Three minutes is up. Come on. Get, get in. Get clean. Get out. Let's go. And I'm rolling them through just like a assembly line. Bam, bam. They're running everywhere. They're getting in line. They're doing this. I'm like, if you dawdle, go to the back of the line. In, out, in, out, in, out. Yes? No. No. These little girls, precious as they are, did not respond well. And, and I'll never forget. The end of the first night, it was all quiet. Okay? They were all trying to settle down after all this. And, and there was a couple little girls up on top of the bunk, and they were whispering back and forth. And one of them got brave, and she said, Mishana, Mishana, were you in the Army? Ooh. Ooh. I had that one coming. Well, I, I'm just trying to run a show. You hear me? I, I'm just trying to run a show. And, you, you know, you can't really treat them you can't really treat them differently. You hear me? Like, they, so you have the different types of girls that are at the camp, okay? There are different types of girls. There's always that, there's always apparently the rule breaker, okay? So you got that one that always tries to hang back to maybe she won't get noticed so she can sneak off and go do something she ain't supposed to be doing. I know you think girls don't do that. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. Then you, then you have the one that knows it all. You understand? The one that's always watching you do what you do and then correcting you or telling you how things should be done and, tell, and, and answering a question that's been asked of you. You're just, you know that person? Oh, she was there. She was there. And I was like, girl. Girl, stay in your lane. But, but then by the end, I was like asking her for advice. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like at the end, I was like, hey, I, I could use your help. I could use your help. Then you have the one, the, the camp girl who's the crier that cries about it. You can't even look her way for a second and she'll start crying. And I, and I missed this and she said that and who said this and he and who. Whew. Then you got that one that's always hungry. Mishana, when is it time to eat, Mishana? Where's it? Hey, crunch your chips one more time. Right? You know that little, ooh, the little snacky snack girl. There was all kinds of people 
There's all kinds of people at camp. You know, the best part, if there, if there was a best part, was when, you know, you get to go to eat at the cafeteria. Oh, oh, cafeteria. I can't take it, y'all. Can tell, I don't even like a cafeteria that I know is clean. You hear me? This is camp cafeteria. So we had to go down to the camp. First of all, you got to wait in line. That's about 200 people deep. And you really do worry. Are they, do they have enough? Have they prepared for this many people to eat? And the answer is no. That's the reality of it. The answer is no. They're not prepared to feed all these people in line. They're not. So they give you prison rations. You hear me? They're like, you get this much and no more. But I, I'm a grown adult. I am going to, this will not sustain me. Nope. Nope. I'm like, ooh, this is prison. Ooh. And then y'all know what camp food does to you, especially if you're a grown, hey, you know what? I take that back. Not especially if you're a grown up. Because I'm not even getting ready to tell you how many times I had to unclog a toilet in that girl's dorm. I'm not trying to be disgusting, but that's a reality, okay? When you go to camp and you eat camp food, you get ready to get camp digestion, y'all. Y'all know. Y'all know. Little girls' bodies ain't got no problem. But you get a grown-up body. You get a grown-up, a middle-aged digestion on camp food. Mm -mm. Your body say, well, I have to go, but I ain't going here. It's a vicious cycle, y'all. If that camp was longer than it was, I don't know what would have happened to me. I was bloating up like the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I need to get home, y'all. I need, ooh, I'm telling y'all the truth. But you know what? One thing I wondered, I was like, like all the leadership that's there, from your church, you know, if you go with your church or whatever, and all the leadership, I always was wondering, like, why do they always look clean and fresh? They look well-rested. How are you always looking like that? And they're always driving around a camp in a golf cart. You hear me? And I'm like, how on earth is, how does that happen to you? And look at me. I look like I belong on America's Most Wanted. While you walking around looking like you actually had a shower. Like you stayed at a Holiday Inn. And one time I got to see their accommodations. I got to see they got their own little separate break room. Yes, they do. With fruit and cold drinks. And they didn't want you in there. Oh, no, 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 no. You need to go be with your group. Uh, my group, uh-uh. I need a little me time up in here or my group ain't going to make it. But I seen their accommodations one time. I seen their room. They had new shower curtains. They had big double beds with real sheets. No wonder you looked the way you, I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I've been living Shawshank Redemption while you up here starting your own episode of Cribs. 
I mean, I ain't mad. I'm impressed, y'all, that you got me to agree to let you do that and me do this. That's impressive. Oof. But y'all, hey, I got to be honest. I ain't never going back. Mm-mm. I vowed that I am not coming back. I am not doing this. I love my son, but I cannot do this again. I can't. And you know what happened? So the following summer, hey, the following summer, my friend, my friend, who did just as well as I did, she said, hey, hey, did you get that email asking if we want to come back to camp again this year? Did you get, because they want to know if we want to, and I was like, uh, I didn't, I didn't get no email. <laughs> y'all, I didn't even, they didn't even want me back, y'all. I was like, how are you not going, I am never coming back. I never want to step foot in that camp again. But how could you not invite me back? I mean, I was a little assaulted. I realized at camp, I ain't built for it tough. But I still wanted to be invited back. Ugh. Like, so are you all, what are you doing? Are you going to camp? Are you making your own camp? I've been watching some of y'all. Yes, I have. I've been watching some of y'all. Y'all said, well, we didn't get a prom, so we're getting ready to make our own prom. We didn't get to do this, so we're making our own this and that. Hey, good on you. Good on you. Do what you got to do to make memories in your life. Listen, I, ain't, I am not shooting nobody in the foot. Those of you who go to camp that like it, I praise Jesus for you because I can't do it. I need people like you. I'm grateful for people like you. Tell me what y'all doing this summer. Tell me your plans, y'all. We're getting ready. Next week, we all go get down to it. I'm going to tell you about my meeting last week with the homeschool moms. Ooh, y'all. Y'all know. I'm getting ready to unload, right? And then, guess what's happening this week, y'all? I know. This is shocking. This week, football starts. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. Not everywhere it starts, but we're homeschoolers. You hear me? And we ain't afraid of nothing. So we're getting back into it. And y'all know how I get to participate in football. We'll talk a little bit more about that in another episode. But y'all got to like and subscribe. I know I haven't done YouTube in a while. Y'all need me to do some YouTube. Y'all write to me, Shauna at sistershaunapodcast.com. Let me know what you want to see. I do need to get back into it. Y'all, my hair's going out now. It looks cute, y'all. So I can get back into the video. Uh, I got a little gray spotting through, so I may need to handle that before. But I'll get back into making some videos, y'all. Send me your ideas, your comments, your questions. Sean at SiriusSoundPodcast.com. Like and subscribe. Tell me how wonderful I am. Listen, I, it's not enough to just think it. You have to actually put it out there. Give me a five-star rating. You have to actually do it. Uh, I mean, I can't just run it all by myself. Hey, if your church is opening up, if you're starting your Bible study, even if you're doing it via Zoom, I can come. I'll share my testimony, offer a word of encouragement, maybe throw in a laugh or two. But you got to reach out to me, Shauna at SeriouslyShaunaPodcast.com. That is all I have today. So I love you. I ain't above you. 
but I have had enough of you. Until next time.